You're listening to the Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week, we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 105. Just wondering, what would you rather open up, a text or an email? Or maybe I should ask, which do you open most often? Today's guest shares how a robust texting service creates opportunities not possible through other forms of marketing. And just a quick note before we get started, since this interview, RespondFlow has rebranded and is now Volt. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for joining me today. All right. Thank you so much, Maria. I feel like everyone, especially businesses, are now using text. Can you tell me a little bit about your background and how that led you to create RespondFlow? Honestly, I had no idea in a million years I'd ever be going into text message marketing. I'm sure a lot of people can relate. But um, a little bit about my background, I started out just working in marketing and advertising from big ad agencies for big festivals, experiences, and I kind of moved into digital for a while doing paid ads and um, CRM work. But really, it was in college that I really found a love for automation, uh, machine learning, and uh, just figuring out what is new. And so I found a good group of guys at the University of Oklahoma to start doing startups with. And project after project, I mean, we made some money here and there, but we kind of stumbled on, which was funny, it's an old technology, but it suddenly became new again. Funny how that works like fashion, but but we found text messaging. And this was after doing a lot of work with ManyChat and messenger marketing. But at the end of the day, we found that there's a lot more options for text message marketing nowadays just because technology is advanced. But there really wasn't a way for a lot of small businesses or mid-sized businesses to really access that technology. And we were just trying to one-up what other people have done in the market so far. So Started that in college and we became profitable. We raised the rounds right after that. I was it was pretty crazy because I mean all of us had been working two jobs right after college. I know I basically had to build a small digital marketing agency right after college just to make money while we were doing this. So but the experience was worth it and now we're in Tulsa, Oklahoma, growing the team and just growing really quickly. So couldn't be happier. Well, that's an amazing story. I love how you revisited something that you felt was probably an old technology. I do love email, but text seems to be one of those things that I'm instantly opening. Like if somebody texts me, I tend to look at that a lot quicker than I would my email. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say I'm proof that I'll open a text message far more than I will an email. So with that being said, how often should you use the texting option? I feel like it's possible to overuse it. See, honestly, it, and, and I agree with you, like you will open it more often, but that's a blessing and a curse. It's kind of a double-edged sword there. I've, I've had people who are more uh, business to business ask me, hey, should I be using texting? And my response to that is sometimes. I'm always going to say there's an exception to the rule, but for the most part, for businesses going to businesses, just do a handheld text or use Google Voice. There's really no need unless you're like a huge team international, which very few and far between need that. But for a lot of B2C companies, people who are more business to consumer focused, they have a product, they retail environment, maybe they're an e-commerce store. 
definitely use mass texting, especially personalized ones uh, that actually have the person's name in it. Don't be spammy. But ideally, the amount of texts you should be sending, I've seen anywhere from one text a week to three texts a week. It really honestly depends on how good you are at it because it's it's not like email where you can kind of just keep going because it's what people expect. Like I get a million email marketing emails a day and there's so many options to avoid it. But because text messaging is so personal, it's so intimate to who we are and it's not really cluttered, every little touch point that you have with a customer there is super important and super vital. And so they'll either feel the hate for it or they'll feel the love for it. So just be careful with the consistency um, or the uh, quantity of it. But if you do want to go for quantity, always make sure that you're understanding what your customer wants. Is it a product they like? Are you sending really cool memes or GIFs or some sort of image that they'll resonate with? Or just a fun little touch uh, just to show, hey, my name's Matt. I really want to get to know you on a personal level. Well, with that being said, are there similar stats with text that will allow you to know if people are actually opening your messages or is there, is it different because it's through text and not email? It's different. Um, There aren't really many solutions that are on iMessage and the ones that are available are probably not going to be available to everyday businesses uh, from small, mid, and even some large companies, uh, unless they're using uh, the right tool, it's really expensive. But for texting, you really can't see the open rate. It's just the nature of it. What you can see, though, is what we've found to be our bread and butter is SMS deliverability. Actually, one big problem that we kind of stumbled on was delivering text messages, just like delivering emails, which some of them, of course, hit the spam folder. Same deal. Sometimes you'll send a lot of text. So one of our customers, they have 100,000 contacts and they send it to all of them at once. When they first came to us, it was like a 60% deliverability rate from one of our competitors, but we got them to 97%. Because I mean, 90%, 98% open rate, which was a study done. I'm really not sure who did the study, but it said across the board that people, 98% of people open it within the first, I want to say, nine minutes, which is pretty insane. Yes, but, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But actually delivering it to their phone is more important because if you can't deliver it to their phone, there's no opportunity to open the text message, which you can't track, but you can track clicks, funny enough, and you can track if they've converted. Okay, perfect. Well, who is this service ideal for? Ooh, that's a great question. I mean, I, I'd love to say everyone who's B2C, but really it's anybody for us, our bread and butter and back to what we discovered when we first started, we of course, we didn't really know this. We were just kind of fumbling around. We we're like, oh, wow, this this is working. People are paying us money. This is great. But the one thing that we've really found to be effective is anybody who has a lot of contacts that they need to reach out to at once, we get their messages delivered. And it's all hyper-targeted, hyper-personalized, just so the messages feel like it's from you, personalized to the right audience, to the right person with the right information in it, no matter how many texts you send. So really, it's anybody with a lot of contacts that need to make sure their SMSs get delivered. But we also work with a lot of retail, multi-location retail, e-commerce, especially in the cannabis, wine and spirits, or CBD space. Okay. Well, how does RespondFlow differ from other texting services? 
See, I'm going to say it time and time again. I always like to say respond flow sends text marketing that delivers. So just like if someone doesn't know text message marketing, think MailChimp, but for text, but a little bit more conversational where you can text back and forth after that big campaign. But really what makes us different is that we're able to get you 97% of your text delivered, which to be honest, most of our competitors would get a lot of people coming in from them and they're coming in at 60% or 70% deliverability. And it doesn't sound like that much at the end of the day, but when you really think of sales, we had one customer come in. They, they were a retail e-commerce shop out of California. And I want to say they were making $180,000 from their uh, a day from uh, selling their goods. But the problem that happened was that they were only getting about 60 to 70% of their text through, which, I mean, does do the math. If you can get more text through, then you have more opportunity to sell. And so we were able to increase their sales by at least... It was about a 36% increase in sales just from adding that deliverability aspect. So really when it comes to texting, Responsible delivers. But of course, we also have the functionality where instead of just sending a bland text like, hey, here's the deal of the week, it's, hey, Maria, this is Matt from XYZ location or XYZ shop. I hope you really liked this XYZ product. Here's a discount code of 10% for next time you shop online or in store. We'd really like to see you. So ideally, we're hyper-targeting, hyper-personalizing, and delivering on that message so that you can turn your first-time shoppers into lifelong customers. Yeah, well, that receiving a message like that really does feel like it's somebody like actually sending it to me. So I love that you have the ability to to do this like on a large scale, in other words. Is that how the servicing and the pricing works with your program, or how how do you price that out? Totally. So it's usually per text. (laughs) We're actually going through a a change in our pricing, but right now as it is, it is one cent per text out and in. So just a normal SMS, just pure text. We do allow for images, which is two cents. And we allow two cents in and out, which funny enough, people can actually send you images in our platform, which a couple interesting use cases there, but, and from there, it's uh, usually a subscription based off of your contacts, which is more personalized uh, to your account. Okay. Well, a lot of my listeners are small business owners and some of them, I would say they started out most likely in the craft business and then that developed into a small business. Would your service be something that they would be able to use or is this something for a larger platform, like a larger base customer? Honestly, anybody can use us. I mean, we've run the gamut from small mom and pops to we've, we're working with some public companies. So really, at the end of the day, we want everybody to be able to use RespondFlow to build a connection with their customers, no matter the industry, no matter what they're doing, because every, everybody should be allowed to connect in that way. Okay. Well, does texting or the ability to text your customers eventually lead to another form of communication? Like, Do you also have other things that integrate with texting? Totally. I mean, we integrate with all sorts of platforms natively. So whatever CRM, whatever POS system you're using, we'll usually be able to integrate with them. So depending on the your online experience, so let's say I'm going to say Squarespace because that's a really popular one website builder for online shop, online small businesses. We could integrate with 
something like Squarespace. So every time someone fills out a form or every time a pop-up comes on and says, hey, here's 10% off your next purchase, we can easily integrate it with texting. And of course, the same rules apply. Um, if hopefully that answers the question. Oh yeah, I know for sure it does. And in your example, it almost feels like that would be a lot easier to manage than to sit down and write a big long email about a promotion. It's interesting because we've we've seen it's it's more personal and when people leave their information, something that we found really helpful, especially when texting. We had these things called flows, autoresponders. It's it's different. It's workflows in other apps like MailChimp or Const Contact. But essentially, when they leave the information, you literally automate a text message right away. Maybe wait five, you set a delay for five, maybe eight minutes after they've uh, left their information. And then you literally just hand introduce yourself because I think the, the benefit of being a small business compared to these gigantuous, like, multi-location operators and they're doing a billion things and they can't be as uh, uh, personal is really have a platform that allows you to have that one-on-one interaction as intimately as possible where there's no distractions. If I'm sure a lot of your listeners and a lot of people are using something on Facebook to automate stuff, Messenger is great, but there's still so many distractions on Messenger on Facebook or even when you're DM on on Instagram because you never fully have their attention on there. There's always some sort of distraction, but for texting, it's literally you and your customer. And you can have as intimate of a relationship as you want on that channel, which which honestly, like that's what's really appealing for me. I, I've actually gone to text and I use text way more often now just because people just find it more intimate. I agree. Yeah. And I like the idea of having the ability to delay your response to receiving somebody's number. I know it's, I think it was one of the first times that I ever used a texting service, you know, Mm -hmm. with a influencer, or it was actually like a business coach. And I sent the message to receive something or the other. And it came back, like the response came back so lightning fast. I thought, Okay, well, that kind of took the whole idea away. Like, that did maybe they the really do that. Like, yeah, and I might, did, did you just automate me? You know, we've had some talks about branding. Although it can feel overwhelming or even confusing, using a tool like Canva makes this necessity a breeze. You can create and save your color schemes so that all of your promotions and posts have a cohesive look. Everything is drag and drop. What can be better than that? You can try Canva for free and enjoy 200,000 free photos to use for your campaigns, or you could try Canva Pro and create GIFs, use your own fonts, create unlimited folders for your designs, and honestly, there are a ton of other amazing features. Take the hard work out of creating your posts with Canva. I'll have the link for you in the show notes to get started for free today. Now back to the show. Right, exactly. It just felt like, I'm like, oh, that felt so cheap. Like it felt, I mean, I guess maybe now I'm uh, aware of it, but you know, it was one of the first times I had ever used the service and it just didn't feel as authentic as if it would have been a slight delay. I know this person would not have been with, you know, their trillions of followers sitting there waiting to respond to me, but it just... It just feels pretty neat when it there's a little bit of a delay. It makes it more personal. And I think that's the whole idea of this is to make it seem less like a robot responding. Exactly. And and to attest to that, one of our earliest use cases or earliest customers was actually a fitness, a fitness instructor. She sold online e-commerce or online fitness courses. 
a very interesting niche that she was in. I'm not going to mention it in this pod, but it, it was very, the use case was very interesting just because what we did was that, of course, she had a Kajabi site and she was selling these courses and she's doing, she's kicking, kicking butt here, like very, like much respect for her. But what we were doing is that running Facebook ads and we got people to a webinar uh, landing page, got them to sign up, got them to leave their, their cell phone information. And so right after that, we sent a personalized message from her, of course, with the delay, felt superhuman, just saying, hey, like, Matt, what? what's up? Like, are you excited for this webinar? And each stage of that journey before the webinar or even after the webinar, she was able to make that personal impact and have that two-way messaging. So even if someone didn't come to the webinar, they could have said, hey, friend, I couldn't get there. I'm so sorry. And then she could actually have that really cool conversation with them, turn that conversation ideally into a sale. And so just because she was an influencer-esque type person, it mm-hmm. just made it so much more valuable for those people who were already like lifelong customers for her to be like, oh, I really know this person. And for the right. new people coming in, it's like, wow, this is someone I can actually talk to. It's not just sell me clickbait and see you later. I just bought my course. It's you're actually there for me. It was definitely enlightening for me early on in the early days to see that, to see how much people light up when they get to interact with people they respect. Oh, yeah. I just feel like it's going to convert so much better than just a blanket email or a quick robot response. What is the best way to speak to a customer over text? You know, when you're trying to formulate, say, an email or even a blog post or whatever, are you still trying to start with a hook? Yes and no. Uh, So really, and it depends on which stage you're capturing them on. And of course, Always make sure in texting, just to note for everybody who knows a little bit more about texting in the audience, um, you do need to make sure that you're compliantly capturing these phone numbers, meaning they've opted in and you've had expressed opt-in for whatever you're getting them in for. So there's a little piece of copy you need to put under each each form that you collect them just so it's like, hey, I'm using this for TCPA telecom reasons. So there's a couple ways to do that. I'm not a lawyer, but there's a couple ways that you should probably check off. Um, happy to answer that after this with anybody who wants to reach out. But to go further, depending on the stage, if it's a new cell phone or a new contact that's just entered in, so say let's go back to that use case that you got a pop up, here's a 10% deal, you capture that information. The first thing you really do need to do is obviously present value. Um, no one's going to give up their number just because. I know everybody's probably gotten a million political texts in the last six months to a year from every political campaign. And it all looks super spammy. And so right. people are a little bit more sensitive now more than ever that businesses are catching on to this. And so what I would suggest is always present value, whether it's a huge discount um, on a product and make sure that you're always presenting that value as you text them. But then also, it also really depends if you're an influencer like the use case before, or your, your personal brand really drives revenue for your business, then use that to your advantage. Just say, hey, text in, ask me a question. Like if you're selling health products or you're selling some sort of art, let them text you because there's nothing more uh, interesting and valuable than texting the person that they're getting this value from. And so really when you're crafting it, Make sure you're presenting that hook in a, that form of value, but be personal. Don't be stuck, stiff at all. Like if you're thinking of writing an email, 
the way you text your pro or text the way you email personally, then you're probably doing it wrong. It, it should just flow naturally. It should be, Hey Maria, what's up? Thank you so much uh, for checking in. Here's your 10% discount. Act like a person because that's what people want to hear or they want to read that. Right. Well, is there a point where suppose you send out these text messages, more more of a blanket text message? It's still personal, but you know, maybe more of a blank one. Is there ever a point where you can intercept and say, oh, somebody is asking to see an actual picture of a product? Is there a, mm. like an alert or is there something that is automatically preloaded that would just be sent out? There's a if they're asking for further information. Right. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So, I mean, there's a couple ways you can do that on our platform. We do have automated FAQs or if they text in certain things. I know for our retail customers, one thing that we've automated for them is if they ask for the location uh, anywhere in their response, then it automatically sends them a text with the hyperlink to the location. So they just click on the link and they go to the map, which has been really interesting for a lot of our retailers. But you do get a notification uh, on your mobile app or on the desktop. And from there, you're able to just have that two-way dialogue as you go. So it's just a quick notification. Or if you want to automate some of it, you can based off of keywords. I wouldn't mm -hmm. recommend it unless it's a very campaign specific. But for all intents and purposes, you'll just have that two-way conversation after that big blanket statement, which isn't so blanket with us just because you're hyper-personalizing even those blanket statements so that right. it feels like you hand wrote it, even if you're sending it to 200,000 people. Right. Oh, I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Can you just give me a rundown really quick of what this looks like if somebody signs up with you? What are the basic steps that somebody would be taking to get started? Because at one cent a text, it seems very attainable for just about anyone. Totally. So really, we're taking a more personal approach to texting just because it's it's so new and it's, it's not something that ev even marketers, uh, some of our, some agencies aren't comfortable with. So what we do is we actually guide you through your first use case of texting. So you'll go to like our website or anywhere, you'll schedule an appointment with our experts, which are there for you 24 seven, just to guide you through that. They'll set you up with an account. They'll give you a number or they can give you eight numbers depending on what you want. All numbers dedicated to you. It's a local number. So if you're in Philadelphia, you'll get a local Philadelphia number. If you're local to San Francisco, it'll be a local area code for San Francisco. As many numbers as you want, depending on your use case, and we'll guide you through that. And then from there, you're just going to have to find ways to collect contacts. Or if you already do some texting, you can always upload a CSV um, or a little like, spreadsheet into our platform. And from there, you start texting. Okay. And do you recommend that somebody collects numbers if they're already collecting, say, emails? Is it the same type of form or because of the compliance issues, would it be better if somebody said, hey, let's just put out a form for texting? So... And I have to preface this with I'm not a lawyer, but you do you do need to have we do have compliant copy that we give all of our customers so that they're they're set up to be successful and safe. The key root of it, without going into the specifics of the copy of that form, is that you do need to opt in. So if they opt into your text list, you have to say what they're opting into. How many messages are they getting? Like, are they getting texts from you? Are they getting texts from other people? Because I couldn't be XYZ business and 
if I asked and I opted in for, say, um, an online course influencer, I couldn't start getting it from a Etsy shop owner because that that really wouldn't make sense because that's not what I opted in for. So right, being very okay. specific with what I'm getting is really important for being compliant with that. But then again, if people want to start collecting numbers, they can always reach out to my team and we'll like respond flow or not, we'll help set them up with the pl- compliant copy. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, Matt, what advice would you have for a small business owner in regards to creating a successful business? Ooh, that that's something I, I've been kind of pondering over uh, for a little bit. I think a recent learning, and I guess just for me, and I, I always feel like we've kind of stumbled forward into success. We didn't really know exactly what we were doing. We we're just college kids figuring it out day by day is don't be afraid. Don't let the perfect get in the way of the good. I mean, a lot of people, you've probably heard the term analysis paralysis. Yes. The only way we found real value or how to present real value in the market, because there are other text message companies out there. There's other people doing similar things, but what we found was that deliverability aspect, which we could do better than most other people, especially for specific customers. And so my advice is you don't always have the answers to begin with, but you'll never find those, I like to call them market secrets, things that you are specially um, positioned to actually present value into the market. But you'll never learn those things. If you go into business thinking you'll always know every little piece of that, then you're probably not going to figure it out. We figured it out by going door to door, selling, then going and testing other markets and figuring out, okay, does this make sense? And then eventually we kind of found a pattern by falling forward, making sales growing that, oh, this is something that all these people are facing with this deliverability issue. Let's hyper-focus on that. And then when we decided to do that, then we just started growing really quickly and it all just compounded. Because at the end of the day, it's you need to find that one secret or that one thing you're uniquely positioned to do. Hyper focus on that because nobody can touch you after that. And then from there, all the work that you do then and therefore compounds over time and your work becomes easier, your team becomes happier. I saw the transition myself. Everyone was happier. Even our customers were happier because our people were happier. So always make sure to stumble forward if you don't know it. And if you do, hold on to it uh, for dear life, because that's the thing that's really going to define who you and your business is. Yes. Oh, that's great advice. And what's so amazing about that is that when you felt like there was other texting services out there, it didn't prevent you from pursuing it anyway, because it seems like that's a common thing that I hear where people say, well, somebody's already doing that. And I, you know, they're already so far ahead. How will I ever be better at it? And I think you're right. It's finding that one little thing that you are uniquely positioned to do that maybe that other company is lacking or, you know, sometimes you can actually coexist, you know, you might bring Mm -hmm. a different flavor to the table than somebody else. So that's really awesome advice. Well, Matt, can you tell us where we can connect with you? Sure. I have Twitter, Matt, Matty Morf, the same thing with Instagram at Matty Morf. I am Matt Morf on Facebook, LinkedIn, Matt Morfopoulos, M-O-R-F-O-P-O-U-L-O-S. Awesome. That's really great. Well, thank you, Matt. This was so much fun. Awesome. Thank you so much.
Well, there you have it, my friend, another ambitious CEO creating a system to help you reach more clients. I love that Matt took a platform that everyone is comfortable using and made an easier way for us to communicate with our customers. Be sure to visit the show notes to connect with Matt. I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job. 